Hello everyone, this is John Moore for the DCPA's News Center, and welcome to episode number 172 of Running Lines, our regular series of conversations with interesting personalities from the Colorado and national theater communities. Today on a very special episode of Running Lines, we're joined by award-winning actor Margie Lamb, who is diving back into the dark waters of the Broadway musical Next to Normal for a third time, this time at the Town Hall Arts Center, and Jill Oliver, a licensed clinical social worker who worked for 20 years at the Colorado Mental Health Institute at Fort Logan. Welcome, Margie and Jill. Hi, John. Hi, John. Margie, I'm going to start with you. For people who've never heard of Next to Normal, why don't you just introduce us to the world of this musical? Um, Next to Normal is based on a woman who has lived with mental illness for 16 years, and it's also the story of how it has affected her family, This is one of only eight musicals that have won the Pulitzer Prize for Drama, which is a statement to the power of its writing. Why do you think that this carries that kind of weight? Um, It's real world. It's a reflection of what many go through every single day of their lives. So is it hard to watch? Yes, at times. But no, you're not going to get that sugar-sweet feeling when you walk out of there. Well, tell us how many times now you have played the role of Diana in Next to Normal. This will be my third time. What truths have you kind of discovered about the musical under the direction of Nick Sugar? So many. This third time around, I've been pushed to dig a little deeper mentally with her for a couple of reasons. The space is so intimate that it's got to come from a different place with me. Um, the physicality has to be mellowed out a bit, and it's just it just has to come through my words and my inner emotions. Can you tell us just a little bit about what the journey of this character is through the course of the musical? You see the roller coaster. You see this facade of this happy family um, at the beginning and, you know, everything looks great. Everything's going through the motions. Everybody's busy doing what they do. And then you see some blips. Being a former theater critic, I'm going to quote one of my reviews from your previous performances, and I said, at the heart of this staging is actress Margie Lamb, who first wraps her arms around the collective audience, then grips them like a vice until she breaks them into pieces. Hers is a relentlessly human portrayal of a mother who was caught in her madness and were with her all the way as doctors try to drug it, shock it, and burn it out of existence. How is it for you personally to continue to revisit this world? Surprisingly enough, I don't know if it's because I've become a little bit more callous or I'm approaching it differently. It has become a little easier for me to pull out of at the end of a performance. Jill, I want to bring you in on this because you have seen this production, both Margie's performance in it and the National Touring production. What were your overall impressions when you first saw it? I thought it was brave for somebody to take the the topic on. And I thought... It represents mental illness in a way that helps people understand what it's all about because it helps us understand how close it is, how close we all are. We're just one little step away sometimes. I do think that it's on a continuum, and I do think that we have to really pay attention to our mental health on a regular basis, regardless if we're diagnosed with a major mental illness or not. I think we all have fragile mental health at times. Is it heartening for you that people can go and enjoy a night out and still get a sense of what the problem is? Absolutely. I think that's how we learn and have more empathy. And things like 
um, mental illness can become a little more palatable for people um, to see it kind of um, through an artistic venue. Margie, what kind of response have you been getting from audiences? Um, it's unbelievable the kind of response I've gotten. Um, there have been times when I go out into the theater after changing, taking my mic off, and there's still people, um, particularly this one woman who is sitting by herself in the theater still, crying. It hit very close to home. I've had people follow me out to my car saying, um, thank you, thank you for letting me uh, into that world and helping me understand my wife or my daughter. Is your job in some ways to direct them towards people like Jill and to getting help? How do you handle that? I do more listening, I think, than anything, um, because I think that's what they need. And what impact has that had on you as a professional artist? It has been incredibly humbling. I am so fortunate to have done this. I was telling Nick I must have done something right in my childhood because mm -hmm. uh, I don't know what I, what I did to deserve this, and it's been incredible. Well, if you don't mind my asking, too, you're a mother. How has doing this role three times affected your own life at home? It certainly has helped me appreciate where we are in our lives and the normalcy, if you might, whatever you want to call it, <laughs> that we experience every day. You know, but I also take those boys into that show with me every single night. How have your children responded? It'll be interesting because I think this time around, um, so they're only two years older than the, the last time they saw me do it, I think it was hard for them to wrap their heads around the first time to see me like that. Yeah. So I'm anxious to see the end result on this one. So Jill, mm. can you just give us how big of a problem mental illness is just to give us the, you know, an introduction to the problem? You know, that is a good question. <laughs> so I think it's a lot bigger than what statistics would even kind of capture because I think people for so long have been so quiet about mental illness. So it's not something that I think gets reported accurately all, all the time. It's probably bigger than what we've even imagined. Could you even put into any kind of terms how big of a problem untreated mental illness is? I think we can look around and see how big of a problem that is when we're looking at, especially here in our state, some of the catastrophes that's happened in the last 15 years, starting with Columbine. I think it's big and I think it impacts our, our lives on a daily basis. It's, it's everything from road rage mm -hmm. to somebody walking into a movie theater with a gun. And isn't mental illness the kind of thing where there's, there's a certain degree of it in everyone? I do think that. I think that we all have mental health and mental illness. And we, it's our job, it's our kind of personal responsibility to keep as healthy as we can across the board physically and emotionally and mentally, right? So absolutely. So this is a question I'm sure you've been asked a million times before, but why the stigma? I mean, we're so health conscious in this state, we'll spend thousands of dollars on gyms, but why is it so hard for us to, to seek help uh, on the inside? I think it's becoming less and less. I mean, I think people are more apt now to go to a therapist than not. I don't think there's as much stigma around that, perhaps, which I think is a good thing. I also think there's alternative kind of ways to that people embrace to, to keep themselves as healthy as possible. It's just a really hard kind of issue because it, it's not something that you can necessarily see. You can hide it and it's hard to capture. It's nebulous. You can't deny the fact that a major mental illness is a physical disease. You know, it's an illness. Margie, what sort of discoveries have you made about mental illness just in your journey in 
performing this role? The big thing I have discovered is um, she was over-medicated. She wasn't diagnosed, uh, I guess, properly. And the show is just so well-written that it's, it's spot-on. I mean, everybody that comes to see it that is a, a medical health professional has commented on that and how well they did their research. Jill, Margie just talked about over-medication. How big of a problem is prescription drug abuse? I think it's huge. And I, I also think that over-medicating a patient is a, a slippery slope. I mean, I think we can go down that path so easily because every person's response to an illness is different, regardless if it's a, even a physical illness or a mental health issue, that to treat it is um, kind of an art as well as a science. So there's no perfect thing for your body that would be as perfect for my body or vice versa, you know, that you kind of have to work with your doctor and your team, your treatment team, and know yourself well enough to be able to be your own advocate for treatment. So it's easy to over-medicate a patient because when they say, I don't like this medication or this is making me feel this way, they're not as credible in what they're saying. It is hard to believe, but it's true at one time that if you had cancer, we had we, we ascribed a shame to it mm-hmm. in some way. Mm-hmm. We certainly still do that with mental illness. Mm-hmm. How do we get over that? How do we start treating it like it's a physical disease as opposed to a mental disease that we can see? And- I think the play is one way of starting to do that. I think the more that we talk about things, the more that we put it out there and we take the power of the stigma away by just saying what it is. Margie, I'm going to bring it back to the play. Why should people not be scared to come and see this musical if they're afraid of the issues that it's about? They shouldn't be scared for many reasons. The music, I mean, if you just got the CD and listened to the music, it's just fantastic and it's uplifting and it's powerful. If you're scared, just come for that. Come for the music. And your performance, but I think, let's just say that. <laughs> the, yeah, I mean, the, the talent of the cast and the way that they are stretched and you're using everything you've ever learned over the course of your whole acting training. Yeah. You know, to see that put to work, you don't, you don't get to see that yeah. in every person. So, Jill, if people see this musical and they want to do something about the issues in their own lives, what would you recommend they do? Um, Colorado Crisis and Support Line a resource for anybody. The telephone number is 844-493-TALK, which is 8255. Excellent. I want to thank Margie and Jill for making time with us and remind listeners that Next to Normal will be playing through March 15th at the Town Hall Arts Center. That's 2450 West Main Street in Littleton. For tickets, call 303-794-2787 or go to www.townhallartscenter.org. Thanks again for listening in, and join us again for our next episode of Running Lines. I tried to give you a normal life. I realize now I have no clue what that is. I don't need a life that's normal, that's way too far away. But something next to normal would be okay. Okay.